Do you ever get tired of trying to do it all? Checking all the boxes, pleasing all the people, doing all the things. But what you really want is to take a step back and take a break from it all. Then you've come to the right place. SLJ Radio was created just for you by someone just like you, me. <laughs> We're busy raising babies and businesses and vibes. So let's make sure our cup is full too. This is Self Love Junkie Radio. Hello, friends. Welcome back. SLJ Radio. It's your girl, Logan, coming at you with another episode today. Today's episode is unique. Um, I did a, um, an Instagram Live with my friend Kristen last week, and it was amazing. She interviewed me on Instagram Live, and it was so much fun, and there were so many good nuggets um, shared that I decided to actually publish this as um, a podcast episode for anyone who, you know, missed the, the live itself or, you know, the recording because it timed out after 24 hours. So the, the value that was given in this um, Instagram live is too good not to share on multiple platforms and not to just have recorded somewhere, you know? So I wanted to share this with you guys. This will be the last episode that has a guest feature. Um, I know this isn't exactly a, a guest episode. Um, it's a little different, but from here on out, my plan is for probably the rest of the year, it's going to be solo episodes. So I miss the solo episodes. I think this is like the fourth or fifth guest episode we've had in a row, and they've been so amazing, and I've loved talking to you guys but I miss my people. <laughs> I miss just getting on here and riffing on whatever's on my mind. So that's what you can expect um, moving forward with SLJ Radio. At some point, we'll invite guests back on, um, but for now, it just feels right and good and aligned to do solo episodes. So I'm really excited to get back into that rhythm. Um, I also wanted to remind you, let you know that I do have my free, or not, I'm not free, excuse me, <laughs> um, my seven-day mini course, Goddess as Fuck. It starts on Monday. I'm so excited for it. We have lots of ladies in there. It's going to be amazing. Um, if you have no idea what I'm talking about, this is basically a mini course to help you tap into your inner goddess, your fire, that flame that so often just kind of gets put out by like life and being a wife and being a mom and having a home and doing laundry and having a career and doing all of these other things that oftentimes just pull us away from our natural intuition and you know have a tendency to to kind of make us shift to autopilot as opposed to living intentionally and and living with passion and with excitement so um i created the course for any woman who's seeking to elevate her life and business um you know who relies more on her to-do list than on her intuition who doesn't really think that feminine and strong can coexist um she struggles to love herself you know, she avoids or ignores her own emotions, hides behind this like tough, no bullshit exterior because she thinks she has to in order to be taken seriously. Um, she struggles with allowing her, her partner to pursue her. She struggles to express her desires in all areas of her life. She's fearful of intimacy and deep emotional connection. She doesn't understand her own power as a woman. 
you know, and my goal with this course is to empower her to step more fully into the embodiment of her own divine feminine energy and to teach her how to use that new energy to elevate her life and business and then show her the importance of the divine feminine, why it's necessary in everyday life and to make her feel like a motherfucking goddess. Guys, I'm so excited for this course. It's so aligned with everything that I've been going through in my own life here lately. And it's, it's just perfect. I'm, I'm so stoked for it. And now um, the, the deadline to enroll and to get the um, free goddess crystals pack that I'm going to mail out, um, that deadline is passed. I can't get the crystals to you in time for you to use them um, for Monday morning when we start. So I have decided to do a coupon code for anyone who wants to enroll moving forward. Um, if you use goddess15 to enroll in goddess AF, you will get 15% off, which drops your enrollment from $55 to $46.75 holy shit guys 46.75 to experience a complete and total life and energetic overhaul guys hop on this why are you sleeping on it why are you sleeping on it <laughs> so again that's goddess 15 the link to enroll is in the bio on my instagram just follow that um, and you can use that coupon code to take 15% off and join us. The coupon code is good until 11 p.m. on Sunday night. So if you are going to continue to procrastinate, know that I have thought about you and um, you're still welcome. You have until 11 p.m. Sunday night to join us. So goddess 15, take 15% off and come join us for a really fucking good time and the opportunity to connect with a part of yourself that you may have never connected with but that is going to completely transform the way you show up in your daily life the way you show up in your relationships the way you show up in your business your career guys i promise you this shit is legit um for the majority of my life i dwelled solely in the masculine and as soon as i shifted everything shifted everything shifted so i'm super excited to walk these ladies through it i would love it if you would join us enrollment closes sunday night again goddess 15 take your 15 percent off and come hang with us all right guys i think that's all i have to announce today um yeah i'm trying to think I think I hit all the bullets, all the good stuff. Um, I hope you enjoy this episode. It's a little bit longer, um, but guys, I'm telling you, it's so good. It's so good. It's all about confidence and how to um, cultivate confidence within yourself, how to have confidence in your business. Dude, it's so good. It's so good. Just trust me. Listen, be blown away. Take some notes. Tag me on Instagram. Let me know what you think. And yeah. I hope you enjoy it. <laughs> so I'm going to give you guys a little wave. How's it going? Uh, I am going to be joined by self-love junkie today. Her name's Logan. <laughs> Her Instagram name is self-love junkie. Um, and hello, there she is. And we're going to be talking about like confidence as a new entrepreneur, um, as well as like how to deal with naysayers or, you know, people who maybe don't really agree with your brand messaging and how to kind of build up your your confidence in yourself and in your brand and in your mission as a business owner as an entrepreneur to you know really excel and not feel like you're not feel like you're constantly having to please everyone like really feeling self-assured 
with your business, right? Self-confident. So anyway, um, hey girl, how are you? Uh, Self-love junkie Logan. <laughs> if you're ready to hop on, go ahead and request. But yeah, that's what we're going to be talking about. And um, uh-oh, dog is going crazy. Um, so yeah, so confidence as a new entrepreneur and how you can start to build up your confidence, especially if you're someone, I feel like I know a lot of people in my audience are like, they want to do this, but they haven't started yet. And they, yeah. I'm going to jump into the topic and there you are. Hi. Hi, how are you? I'm good. <laughs> awesome. I'm so excited. Me too. Thank you so much for doing this. Oh my so God. Happy to have you on. Of course. We have, for those who don't know, obviously no one knows. We put rescheduled this. I think this is like the second or third time we've rescheduled it. So it's finally happening. <laughs> yeah. And it's, I'm, I'm so glad that we're able to make this happen. Um, but everyone watching, why don't you just give us like a quick little background on yourself, like where you've been as an entrepreneur. I know you've been in network marketing for a number of years and then you kind of had a pivot. So just kind of give us like your origin story. Yeah, sure. So, oh man, my entrepreneurial journey started when I was like a sophomore in college. Um, I uh, signed with Mary Kay, uh, which makes zero sense because I wear no makeup, like ever. I, I never really have. Um, but I was a college sophomore and I was like, how can I make some extra money? So I did that for a little bit. And then still in college, still trying to figure out how to make a little extra money. Um, I did this thing where I sold like random trials to people and I got like commissions off of it. I don't even like, I don't know. It sounds really sketchy now that I think back on it. Um, <laughs> I did a stint for a little while where I made baby clothes. I would sew like baby, like dresses. And that was actually really fun, but um, it didn't last very long. And then my most recent stunt with like network marketing or something like that was with Beachbody. I was a Beachbody coach for three and a half years. Um, and at the beginning of 2019, I want, I actually launched my first product, my first like self-created product on January 1st, 2019. But I just kind of, like she said, I pivoted and I shifted, um, out of the network marketing kind of industry and into my own thing. Um, just because in the same time that I was like experimenting with all of these network marketing things and, and stuff like that. Um, I also went to college for four years and then I spent three years teaching high school English and, um, by the time I was 22, I was married, I had a child, and I had bought my first house, and I had a career, and on paper, my life looked picture perfect. Like, the thing, the only thing that was literally missing from my life was a white picket fence. Like, it was, it was crazy, and, like, to look at it, like I said, it looked perfect, but on the inside, it was so misaligned. Like, there was so, there was, I, every choice that I had made in my life up to that point, aside from, like, marrying my husband and having a child, they were made to please other people. And um, Beachbody and all these network marketing little ventures were no different and teaching was no different. Um, the only reason I decided to be a teacher was because I got a scholarship for it. So um, at the beginning of this year, I finally had the courage to just walk away from everything that didn't feel like me. And my husband and I sold everything we owned. Um, we both quit our jobs and we moved from South Carolina to Georgia. We've since moved again, but um, long story long, I spent a lifetime, 25 years, just doing everything to please everyone else. And at the beginning of this year, I don't know if I, I don't know if you curse 
to your followers. But at the beginning of this year, I basically said, fuck it. <laughs> and I started my own thing and um, it's been fantastic. So um, now I am a spiritual life and business coach with a focus on self-love and energetic alignment. And that's quickly beginning to shift and morph and change into a, a real focus on um, really cultivating the divine feminine and using that to elevate life and body and um, business. So long story long, that's my intro. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. So what gave you the confidence to make that change and to really like, you know, do what felt great to you for your business and for your brand and like what gave you the confidence to just like severe discontent with everything like I don't know that on my part it was as it was confidence as much as it was I was just sick of my life like that sounds really yeah. bad but I was like I'd gotten to a point where I was fed up I I dreaded driving into work every day I mean like I said I was a high school English teacher I loved my kids but and I love teaching but teaching in a very traditional sense is not what I'm here to do. And um, so I, I just, I was miserable driving into work every day. I felt completely drained and completely depleted when I came home at night. As far as Beachbody was concerned, like nothing that I was supposed to do from the business standpoint, like if you've ever been in network marketing, you know that you get this list of things you need to do. You need to like reach out and network with people that you might like. You need to send so many invites. You need to do this. You need to do that. And all of those activities felt so forced for me. Um, nothing was bringing me joy. And so that those were like the key indicators to me that something was off. And it finally just got to a point I'll tell you where the, where the, like the shift for us to like decide to sell our house and make that big change. It came when we were um, visiting Tybee Island, Georgia with my family and my parents and my brother. They were all talking about how cool it would be to like sell everything and move there. And I looked at my husband and I was like, they're not going to do anything. They're not going to do it. So why don't we? So we did. <laughs> and, um, and I guess that big shift and like following that, that pull as opposed to like, like the, the majority of my life felt like a push. Like I was forcing myself into this box that I didn't fit into. And I was finally, I finally felt like I was being pulled. Um, so we just, we just followed that pull. And then I decided to do the same thing in my business because I was so discontent and everything just felt so misaligned. And I mean, if it's misaligned, like if, if energetically it's misaligned, then you're not going to make the sales. You're not going to have the success. You're not going to, you know, make the connections as far from, from like a business standpoint, just because it's misaligned, you can't force something that doesn't, that's not meant for you. If that makes sense. I think we're all here and we all have a specific purpose that we're meant to serve. And, um, you can't force yourself into something something that's not your purpose. And you might for a short while and you might achieve something that looks like success, but it's not gonna feel good. And it, my situation finally got to a point where it just really did not feel good. Um, so we burned the boats and we changed everything. <laughs> so it's long yeah. story, like that's a very long answer. I don't know that mine was confidence. I think it was just, I was fed up with my life. <laughs> yeah, you know, I can really relate to that. I was in a similar position. I basically, it had been brewing for a long time for me. Yeah. <laughs> it had been brewing in my nine to five job for probably since day one, if I'm being honest. Like I didn't want to work in corporate ever, but it kind of just, I kind of was in that path for a short amount of time. Or I, 
change. Like I was being forced into that path. Yeah. And now I know I have a lot more control. But during that time period, it was like slowly building up over time. And it got to the point where like I went on a vacation earlier this year and I was like literally crying Sunday night because I didn't want to go back yeah. to work. And I just felt like so much, so much happened. Obviously, I was on vacation. So, like, of course, I was happy. But right. the other thing to think about was like, I had never like felt that much of a contrast, mm-hmm. like that much of a contrast between my day-to-day life, for example, being in school or doing other types of jobs and vacation, like the contrast between how I felt working and how I felt on vacation was huge. Yeah. And it was just like, I'm sorry. Uh, it was just like a lot, a lot to like absorb and to think about. And eventually it's like, up to that breaking point kind of like you said where I just felt this pull like I need to quit now and I did um and it's it's kind of crazy like it's probably the greatest thing I've ever done I'm sure like selling your house and moving and selling all of your things was one of the bravest things you've ever done yeah so what what advice do you have for people who want to become an entrepreneur or, or who have been like dabbling with it how do you help them deal with fear or how do you deal with fear in your life or in your business? What kind of approaches do you use? What kind of mindset tools or, um, you know, mindset shifts have you made in order to make dealing with fear or the unknown less scary and like more possible for you? I love that. So I know you told me not to make any notes, but I totally did. Like I'm such a planner. So I have like (laughs) notes right here all on like confidence and how to like bolster your confidence and cultivate your confidence in the face of fear. So I'm going to kind of touch on that stuff if that's okay. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go for it. Okay, cool. Because I was like, oh, she told me this was supposed to be organic, but I don't know. I need something to like, I don't know. I'm weird. Yeah, no, it's all good. Okay, cool. So, um, I don't know. I mean, I feel like when we feel fear, like it's not necessarily the opposite, like confidence isn't the opposite of fear, but that's what we need. Confidence and bravery and vulnerability. That's what we need in order to kind of face fear. And what I kind of did when I made notes for, um, for us to sit down and have this chat was I broke confidence down into two different things. So business confidence and self-confidence. And I kind of wanted to dive into those if that's okay. Is that cool? Yeah, let's do it. I love that. Okay, because I think, I mean, obviously self-confidence is going to like bleed into business confidence, but I think self-confidence is a whole other entity all on its own and business confidence can be cultivated through like daily actions. So that's kind of why I wanted to unpack them. But like confidence as a whole is a byproduct, in my opinion, of action. So if you're feeling like you lack confidence in your business, my biggest piece of advice is first going to be to begin taking action after you figure out if it's in alignment with you and what you're here to do. Like I said, my whole, you know, entrepreneurial experience was completely misaligned. So misalignment and a lack of confidence are two completely different things. So we have to make sure that you're aligned first. If you're good there, then now let's talk about confidence. Um, But most people, I feel like, make the mistake of not acting because they're not confident, but it's kind of like the whole chicken and the egg debate. Um, But with this one, there's no debate. Like you have to take action in order to kind of cultivate that confidence for yourself. And by taking that action, 
and, and seeing what happens as a result of taking action and seeing that you can kind of pick yourself up if you do fall down, that's when we begin to cultivate self-trust. And that's, to me, what confidence really is, is self-trust, trusting in yourself and knowing that you, you can make the correct decisions for yourself, for your business. And even if something falls through, you can still pick yourself back up. So that, that's kind of what confidence in business means to me is just taking action regardless of the fear and, and trusting yourself to be able to show up for whatever mess happens to come afterwards or whatever beauty comes afterwards, you know? Um, so I don't know. Does that make sense at all? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I, I completely agree with that. I think like, and I would even add on to that and say that taking little actions help you get comfortable with taking bigger actions, especially in business. So, you know, making that first investment. And I think a lot of people, when they want to do something in entrepreneurship, maybe something an online course or like an ebook or something, yeah. a smaller investment at first. And that can help to motivate you and get you a little further along in your business to then be willing to make a larger investment right. and maybe hire a business coach or something. Um, so I think definitely taking action and then it in like a step-by-step fashion, but also continually stretching yourself. So I think you brought up a good point. It's like you have to trust yourself that you're going to figure it out mm -hmm. when you start taking this, these action steps. And the way to continue to build your confidence and actually to build your confidence at like a really fast speed is to stretch yourself every single time you take an action and to not just like do the easy thing. Um, and like think about how can I take this to the next level how can I face that fear and what do I think the most like the best CEO version of myself would do that's something that someone said to me one time said, what do you think six or seven figure entrepreneur version of yourself would do what would the most confident version of yourself do and then it's like well I gotta do it you know Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I've started, I, I, I was asking myself, what would seven figure Logan do? But now I ask myself, what would the goddess do? Like the goddess who lives within me, like what would she do right now? She's not going to like cower in the corner and like hope that her business grows on its own. No, she's going to sit down and she's going to take massive inspired action because she knows the world needs her gifts. Right. So yes, I love that. Just asking yourself in that moment, what would the highest, best, most incredible version of myself how would i act because i don't know how many of your people are like spiritual and woo woo if you follow me at all i am incredibly woo woo <laughs> but well, I'm pretty, um i'm pretty woo woo but i don't yeah. necessarily bring it out of my brand all the time but i'm pretty woo woo <laughs> yeah so energetically speaking um the energies of um being and having are equal so if we want to have something like a six-figure business or you know whatever kind of reality we're in in pursuit of if we want to have that we have to first embody it we have to be it and we have to match those energies up otherwise we're dwelling in an energy of lack because we want it right lack and wanting and not having are the same energetically and then being and having are the same energetically so we have to make that energetic shift and act from that place that's a little uncomfortable because we've never been there before but if we want to get there that's where we have to go. We have to take ourselves there. Otherwise, I mean, we're not going to get there. <laughs> we are the yeah. vehicle to get to whatever we want to get to. And it, it requires that we take that scary, massive action. And 
you know, the first time you take action, you don't necessarily have to have confidence in doing it. You just have to freaking do it. And then, like she said, like Kristen said, that confidence grows over time. Maybe you take the tiniest first step, you invest in the ebook, and then that goes really well. And then you invest in the course, and maybe that's a flop, but you still make the next investment anyway. You still take the next step anyway, because that's where the growth happens. And that's where you begin to build the confidence and the self-trust that you need as an entrepreneur.
this is the second part that I wanted to kind of dive into with this is the self-confidence and um, I view self-confidence from a perspective of self-worth. Um, I think our personal self-confidence and our self-esteem comes from either an abundance of self-worth or a lack of self-worth and understanding that regardless of what anyone says on the outside, we are here, we are whole and we are worthy of whatever we want. So let me kind of dive into my notes because I'm straying and there are some things that I definitely want to hit on. So the second part of this whole self of this whole confidence thing is self-confidence. And, um, for me, this is on a whole different level. Um, increase our sense of self-confidence and self-worth will inherently impact our business success, obviously, but unlike business confidence, self-confidence also impacts every other area of life, right? Relationships, parenting, children, friendships, career, health, self-love, body image. Oops, my alarm's going off. Okay. Um, so self-confidence touches everything. So I kind of want to address this one separately, even though it'll directly impact business success and business confidence. If that, does that make sense? Yeah, totally. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, so I, I feel like a lot of people tend to think of confidence as something that's external. Like if I, I don't know, if I look a certain way or if I sound a certain way or if my brand is a certain way, then that's where my confidence is going to come from. So it's this mistake of trying to fix our self-confidence um, and adjusting something on the outside. But really, like I said, self-confidence is inherently linked to self-worth in my opinion, and that's very internal. Um, I think every bit of self-confidence is internal. And if there's something inhibiting your sense of self-confidence, then it's not necessarily an issue in your external material world. It's an issue of self-worth. Um, and lacking self-confidence at its core is really lacking self-worth. And without self-worth, then we don't really have anything, right? We go nowhere and we make no impact because we don't feel that we're, we're worthy of exploring our desires or going after our dreams or, or anything like that. There's just this, this, this absence of it. So... I don't know, we can kind of unpack that a little bit more fully, but I, did I answer your question at all? <laughs> like I had way more yeah, notes no. here, but I want to pause and see if you have anything to add to it. I, I mean, as you were talking, I was thinking of like a specific situation that I actually encountered literally last week. <laughs> yeah, go for <laughs> where, it. Yeah, where someone very close to me or was very close to me, you know, basically said like what I was doing was egotistical without oh, present man. that, um, not in so many words, like it was kind of a different, different words, but I don't want to go into too many details. Anyway, most people say you're being egotistical or you're, or you're acting like showy or whatever. And at first I was like trying to apologize and I was like, oh, I'm sorry you feel that way or if I made you feel that way for some reason. And then I thought about it for a minute and I was like, wait a second. Like, she's just putting that on me. Like, I'm, I'm not being egotistical by trying to build a brand and a business that is ultimately going to help me live a better life, but it's also going to help other people. Like, that's the thing. Like, what you and I do, it's not just about us. It's about helping other people. That's the whole freaking reason we're on this live video right now is to help people who watch this yeah. um, or who listen to it on the audio version. But, like, she was just putting that label on me by mm -hmm however she feels about her own situation and that's the important thing to remember is when you are encountering like negativity or negative influences or even people you know family's the biggest one family's the biggest one that's going to be a naysayer or like a negative person about your business it 
unless they're actually in the online business world, they're not going to understand it. Most mm -hmm. most won't, and they might try to, but they're going to have a really hard time understanding it. So you're going to get a lot of backlash from people very close to you. Um, and I say a lot. You may or may not get a lot, but there's going to be like at least a handful of people who you're going to be kind of surprised with how they react to you starting a virtual presence, an online presence. And the thing is, whatever they say to you that's negative, it's not a reflection of you. It's a reflection of them. So this person was basically saying, like, you, like, I'm not good enough for you. Is that how you feel? Like, you're, you're starting this whole business and, like, I don't have enough cred to hang out with you. And I was like, wait, no, like, I, I never said that. But that's how she feels, right? That's how she feels is she hasn't, you know, got the kahunas or the kahunas, whatever it's called, to start her own online business if that's something that she wants to do. Or maybe she never really wanted to do that. But since I'm doing it now, she feels like maybe I'm going to see some success that she won't see. It doesn't really matter what the insecurity is, but whenever someone's being negative toward you or your brand, it's often coming from their own insecurities and not from anything that you're doing. So having that self-worth, to your point, having that self-confidence and believing that what you're doing is true to you and true to what you want to put out in the world is going to help you identify those cases where it's like, wait a second, like, no, like what I'm doing isn't egotistical. Like I'm not like, I don't know. I, I don't even know how an online presence could be egotistical unless you're like a reality TV star. Okay, fine. That I guess is a little ego driven, but the rest of it, like every online entrepreneur I know is trying to help other people. So there's not ego behind that. It's more, you know, it's coming from the heart. It's coming from the soul. Mm -hmm. So having that self-worth and that self-confidence in yourself and like understanding that what your greater mission is may not be what that person sees that can help you identify the, that negativity as being that person's insecurity versus something you actually need to worry about. Exactly. Yes. That is their insecurity. They are projecting their insecurity on you because they lack a cohesive and a really solid and foundational sense of self-worth. But if your self-worth is intact, then you're good. And that's not going to bother you. Like you said, you know that you're coming from a place of, just pure love and wanting to serve. I mean, like you said, every other online entrepreneur that I know, we are driven by the sense of purpose and this mission that we're here and we, and we need to get our work in front of people. That's why we, we are online so often and, and so much. And we, we create these online presences because the majority of the rest of the world is online too, right? So this is our greatest opportunity to have a significant impact because I, I listened to a podcast that Amanda Francis did the other day and she said it perfectly. Like social media isn't something that I use frivolously. It is the vehicle with which I will change my part of the world right? It's, it's how I will make an impact. So it, it has nothing to do with posting these beautiful pictures and this curated life and do it. I mean, I share like real stuff all the time. It's not ego driven at all. The purpose is to serve and, and to share and to help and, and to it hopefully encourage other people to have the courage to do the same thing. Because like I said earlier, I think we all have a purpose that we're meant to serve. And if we are all serving our purposes, then one, we're fulfilled, we're lit up, but we're also contributing to a greater good. So yeah, I mean, you have to be plugged into one, that sense of self-worth, that unshakable sense of self-worth. And just this knowing that you're here for a greater purpose. Like 
it, me showing up for work every day has nothing to do with me and everything to do with the people on the other end of the screen who either will or will not see and receive my message. Yeah. <laughs> so you gotta be plugged into that, you know? Oh, I love that so much. So um, I think there's still a few viewers on. I'm just gonna scroll through and see if there's any questions. Um, I yeah. saw one, it's hard to be an entrepreneur even though I have a full-time job. I can touch on that a little bit. Um, I absolutely do not regret hiring my coach, said Dylan, totally agree with that. Yes. Um, yeah, so let's talk about, um, you know, I guess we, we can kind of shift gears here and thinking about like working online and then also doing a full-time job, um, just to answer that question. But when I, when I started my business, I was working two jobs, a full-time job and then also doing fitness training. And on top of that, I was also doing my own business. So it's not a matter, I think a lot of people think, I don't have time. Mm -hmm. um, but you have so much more time than you realize, and it's it's just a matter of like reprioritizing. So how can you? Hey, how are you, Jessica? <laughs> how can you like shift your your focus and your priorities so that you're prioritizing your online business? And there's so many little things like how much time do you spend watching TV? How much time do you go to happy hour? How much time do you spend like scrolling on Instagram? To be honest, be honest with yourself. Right? How much time do you spend on Instagram? Um, you know, there's all these like things that can What do you mean? Did, did you ever struggle with showing up online because you thought friends and family might get annoyed with you promoting oh. your business or promoting your ideas? That's funny. So when I was hot and heavy with Beachbody and really trying to build that, um, I was teaching. Like I, I started Beachbody coaching May of 2015 and I started teaching August of 2015. So they were hand in hand. And, um, I remember I had a coworker who I thought he was my best friend. Um, and you know, I just kind of laughed off his little digs at my posts and, and things like that. But now looking back on it, it was, it was incredibly toxic. Um, but he was the one who would make comments and, you know, kind of like, um, what is it? A backhanded compliment, like making fun of me, but at the same time, like, I don't know. So at the time I was really naive to it and I just kind of brushed it off. But looking back at it, I, I see it for what it is and it was his insecurities. So um, I guess at the time, I don't really deal with that kind of thing anymore. I just, I mean, I'm sure it still happens, but I'm to a point where, like we said, I'm, I'm so like focused and zeroed into my purpose that it's like nothing, like that's the biggest takeaway for anyone who's listening to this or watching this. Like you've got to be plugged into your purpose and why you're here. Otherwise all of this other shit is going to bother you. And, and it's going to slow you down and it's going to hold you back because you're so focused on what everyone else is thinking and doing and da 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 da, da. You've got to be focused on why you're here. So if, if you don't have a very clear and focused purpose and mission for what you want to do with your business, that's where you need to start. Like stop listening now and go make sure that your purpose and your vision are clear. Otherwise, none of this is going to make any sense to you. Um, but 
I guess when I was dealing with him being annoyed or with anyone else being annoyed when that was like an active part of my life, like I was just, I just ignored it. I mean, I, I was naive enough to think that, oh, they're, they're not really that mean, but really they were that mean. Um, but that's what I did. I ignored it. And, you know, I just kept doing it anyway. I kept posting my three times a day and, and doing my workouts and drinking my Shakeology. And, you know, um, even though I'm, I'm not with that company anymore, I'm grateful. I feel like that kind of created some thick skin for me um, <laughs> because I, I was able to persevere through all of that. And regardless of whatever anyone, anyone said, I still showed up. So I guess that's the takeaway here is, just keep, keep pushing through, keep, keep doing what you know to be true. And at that time I thought, you know, beach body and health and fitness coaching and things like that. I thought that was my truth. So, you know, I just stayed focused on that and I kept going. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that's, that's kind of like the hard truth that people need to realize too, when it comes to like being confident and putting yourself out there and like dealing with friends and family is like, they, they don't pay the bills, you know, they're no. not going to pay the bills. And then also people are going to show their true colors. And, you know, it, it may happen sooner than you think. It may happen later than you think. It might build up over time and then explode in your face. But the point is, if you're, you're your friends and you're, the people who really care about what you're doing and who want you to be successful, they're going to show up. And then the people that don't want you to be successful, they might show up too, but you can just get them to the curve. So, it, again, it comes back to that. Are you, do you feel like you're really fulfilling your purpose? And mm -hmm. do you have that self-worth? Like, do you have that self-confidence within yourself that you're doing the correct thing, that you're doing the right thing, that what you're doing is true to your values and true to who you want to be? So can you give us some ideas for how we can start to do that inner work? I know, like, you do coach people on this one-on-one, -on -one, but just, like, a few takeaways for people who are watching or listening so that if they are feeling like I'm not ready or I'm not confident in putting myself out there yet, what is some of the, the self-worth that they can do right away to start to see a bit of improvement with their self-worth? Yeah, absolutely. So I, I'm so glad I prepared some notes because I have that right here. Um, but yes, I have a few strategies that um, I work with my clients on as we kind of walk through um, their healing, their concept of their self-worth. Um, one big thing that I have them do is meditate like a lot. If you're like, if the word meditate immediately turns you off just because you're not familiar with that language or you're not comfortable with it, then just quiet time. Like just you know, that time of, there, there's just something really powerful about sitting with ourselves in silence and connecting to parts of us that we've likely been ignoring or, you know, for some reason, just suppressing um, our entire lives. So that's one place that I like to have them start is just meditating. And there's a beautiful meditation on the insight timer. Um, on self-worth, the, the um, meditation teacher, Sarah Blondin does it. So if anyone on here uses Insight Timer, I highly recommend it. It had me in tears. It's only 13 minutes long, but it is absolutely beautiful. And it takes you back to the core of, um, like of why you're worthy. So um, I would highly recommend that meditation. I also have um, my clients do a lot of journaling. Um, I have some journal questions here and I was actually gonna toss them into a document um, and make them available. So um, I'll put the link in my bio, give me until like later this afternoon, um, but I'll put the link to the little document in my bio. I can send you the document and if anyone asks for it, you can just share it with them. But I just have them go through a list of um, journal prompts. You know, do you see yourself as worthy of the business that you're trying to build? Do you see yourself as worthy of the income and the abundance that you're trying to earn? Do you see yourself as worthy of the impact that you're trying to create? And 
I mean, if we really and genuinely ask ourselves that question, I think when we're first starting to do this work, I think the answer is probably going to be no. And then what we do from there is unpack why. So at what point in your life was that little tiny seed planted that told you you had to look outside of yourself for something that told you you were worthy, whether it's that you had to accomplish. Like my self-worth story is all about being the overachiever. Like I always had to make the A. I always had to do all of the things. And you know, in, in order to, to feel worthy, to feel worthy of love, to feel worthy of success. I had to do, 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 do. And that showed itself in my business. Like for a long time, I struggled with just being, and instead of just constantly doing, 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 doing. And I feel like a lot of entrepreneurs struggle with that. Um, but it, it comes down to self-worth. So then we look at, once we figure out, okay, I don't feel that worthy. I don't feel that confident. Then we look at unpacking why, because that's typically it's rooted in some kind of childhood trauma or something like that, that we kind of have to unpack and begin to heal. Um, but that's what I, I have my, my clients do. Like, then we go deeper. So what does this sense of unworthiness, um, or excuse me, where does this sense of unworthiness come from? What's your first memory of feeling unworthy? Um, so really getting to the root of the unworthiness here and just sitting with it and then choosing to rewrite those internal narratives as something that supports what we actually want to live. So I don't want to live in a life where I don't feel worthy of my business or I don't feel worthy of abundance or I don't feel worthy of success. So how can we begin to rewrite that story and begin to really believe and, and embody the fact that we are worthy right here, right now. Like you don't have to change anything about yourself in order to be worthy of absolutely everything that you desire. And I mean, it just takes a lot of healing, but that healing can start here and now with simple meditation and journaling and just getting to the root of where the, the healing actually needs to happen. So much good stuff right there. I was just thinking, when you, when you brought up your, your self-worth story um, and, you know, talking about, um, like, your struggles, it made me think of, like, what my personal self-worth story was, which is, I think mine was perfectionism, which is probably mm -hmm. similar to yours, you know, always being the overachiever. Yeah. Um, and the funny thing is, is, like, if you want to be an entrepreneur, you got to get over perfectionism because otherwise you're never going to launch. Absolutely. Um, so that, that was like something pretty big that held me back for a really long time. Um, and then also, I guess the fear of failure too, which I think is something that holds a lot of people back. Mm -hmm. Um, just like, it, especially if you've been that overachiever and you've been someone who's never failed. That's the thing. If you've been someone who's never failed in life, it's going to be a lot harder for you unless you're already, you know, leaps and bounds ahead of where I was when I was first doing all this self-work. Unless you have failed a bunch of times, it's going to be harder for you to take brave action and mm -hmm. messy action because you're, you're trying to control a situation that is uncontrollable. Mm -hmm. And you're trying to ensure that you won't fail but you're gonna fail in business it's gonna happen mm -hmm. and so i think like you brought up a really good point like trying to figure out where those stories came from where we decided i'm gonna be a perfectionist or where we when we were formed into an overachiever when we were formed into someone who was not allowed to fail mm -hmm. and you know really getting comfortable with the fact that i can change this story I can change this. I don't, this doesn't have to be my reality. Because the thing is, the thing that I've learned in terms of who, um, is that thoughts are just thoughts. They're not reality. They're just thoughts. So if you can put them on paper and then with the help of a life coach like yourself or even just like self-reflection, figuring out if those thoughts are actually real, because they're 
a million times out of a million, they're probably not real. Right. Like every thought you have is just a thought. Like you can throw it away. It doesn't have to define who you are. And so I, I'm really glad you brought up those questions. I think they're really powerful. Like, am I worthy of this business? Am I worthy of this abundance? I think it's going to be really helpful for people to think about those questions and do some journaling and to really, you know, get get more comfortable with themselves. Ultimately, that's, that's what's required. If you want to be a leader, you have to be comfortable with yourself. Mm-hmm. You have to be, you know, at a point in your life where you you can push through the, the negativity. You can push through the fear. You can push through all of the things that hold all the other people back. Mm-hmm. Because in order to really be that leader and to rise to the top and to create that abundant business that you desire, you have to be willing to do the inner work, as you say. And mm-hmm. I'm so glad that we, we did this live together. I think we're gonna we're kind of gonna get kicked off here in a, in a little bit. Um, yeah. I just like lost all my words for a second there. <laughs> we're gonna get kicked off here in a second. Um, so I wanted to just touch on, so you, you're going to have a PDF with those questions put yep. together. Okay. So for anyone who's watching or is watching the replay or listening to this, um, you can just send me a direct message mm-hmm. or, um, you know, also send Logan a direct message and we can give you the link for that. Um, and she'll also put it in her link in bio. And then I wanted to just ask you, is there anything else about fear or confidence or entrepreneurship or you know, self-worth that you just want to leave the people watching and listening with? Any last words? Mm, I guess if, if you're wanting to really see business success, you can't skip that stuff. Like you can't skip the inner work and the healing and the self-worth and the this and the that. Like you can't like my entrepreneurship journey, like I said, started with network marketing and, and doing all these things. And, you know, I had the checklist of all of the strategic things to do, you know, um, checking my boxes off and doing the things and doing the things. But I, no one ever told me that if I don't feel worthy of the abundance and the success that I'm trying to create, then I will never be able to create it. Um, that was a really big, like, aha awakening moment for me because I mean I never knew anything about healing or or anything like that until someone told me about it and then I was like oh I probably do have some stuff that I need to to kind of look at and and shed some light on and you know kind of clean up my side of the street so if you're someone and you're sitting there listening to this or watching this and you have been in business for six weeks or six months or six years whatever your story is and you're you're not seeing the success that you want to see go back to that have you done that work have you done that healing work so that you feel safe and worthy of receiving everything that you're telling the universe that you want. Because if you're saying one thing and your thoughts and your your actions are communicating something different, then the universe is getting mixed communications and it doesn't know what to do with that. So you're just gonna get whatever is left. Um, so you that I guess that's the, the takeaway that I want um, to leave people with is you can't skip this stuff. And if you need help with it, then reach out to someone who, whose vibe you kind of resonate with, whether it's me or Kristen or someone else, whatever, you know, find someone who can help you through this because you don't have to do it alone. I mean, it's messy work, it's hard work, but it's so rewarding and it, it's ultimately going to lead you to where you want to be. So don't try and skip it. And if you need help, find someone who can help you because that's why we're here. That's what we want to do. 
Yeah, absolutely. And the only thing I would add to that is just remembering that, again, thoughts are only thoughts. They're not reality. And you you can continue to have negative thoughts enter your, your brain. And that's okay. That's normal. But the, the thing is that you need to, like, actually change from self-worth perspective, from confidence perspective, is you need to start challenging those thoughts. Yes. And, and throwing those thoughts away and be like, and find evidence of the opposite. Yeah. And find evidence. Sorry to interrupt you, but I don't want to lose it. Find evidence of the opposite. That's huge yes. too. I mean, if you're constantly looking for evidence that you're not worthy, why don't you look for evidence that you are worthy? The fact that you're a living, breathing human being alive at this time in history on this planet right now, you're worthy. <laughs> so Yes, find evidence that supports the opposite of whatever truth you're living in right now, if you want to rewrite that. Yes, absolutely. I, I completely agree with that. And that was like one of the things that ultimately helped me get the confidence was, you know, looking for those, that, that evidence that I had been brave in the past and mm -hmm. it worked out okay. Yes. You know, looking for those moments when I was afraid and it ended up okay. Yes. Um, because you, there have been moments in your life, and the example I use is snowboarding, because I was a skier for like 18 years, and then, you know, I got bored of that, and I was like, I want to try snowboarding now. Yeah. And then I was like an adult trying snowboarding, which is kind of scary if you've never, <laughs> you know, snowboarded. When I learned to ski, I was like three years old, so it was super easy, you know, I was like three feet off the ground, I fell over, nothing happened. Right. Now, I'm like a grown adult, I know what can happen. So yeah. snowboarding was something that was really like I was afraid of it when I was still learning mm -hmm. and then I did it and it's like it was okay yeah you like, didn't I die okay. I was terrified I thought I was gonna die yeah <laughs> I thought I was gonna die but I did it and yes. that's the thing is you have to think of those moments where you have that like you had that fear like that crippling fear beforehand maybe mm -hmm. it was before you asked someone out and now it's like your boyfriend or girlfriend or something yeah. that crippling fear that you had before you did that really brave thing and this is not related to business all you really need to know is that you are capable of facing fear and that you are capable of doing something brave so finding that example in your life of you know doing something that you're afraid of and getting through it and being okay, like mm -hmm. that should be a huge confidence booster for you in business, in life, in general. Um, so that was a great point. I'm so glad you brought up finding that evidence of you doing brave action and succeeding mm -hmm. because you gotta start, you gotta start giving yourself some credit. I, I think we are all our own worst critics and I think a lot of us, I don't know about other cultures specifically, but I think in the United States especially, like we were raised to, you know, do everything get into college and then do everything in college to get into a corporate job and like grade A's were important great test scores like you got to be a star athlete like it was pretty much everything you had to do everything in order to be worthy of getting into college or to be worthy of getting a really nice job where you were going to make a comfortable living mm -hmm. that's what we were taught so I, I think it's really common for us to be our own worst critic mm -hmm. and so we, we have to start giving ourselves more credit and more grace and start treating ourselves like the goddesses we are like you yes. would say or the bosses we are like I would say yes <laughs> like reclaim that awesomeness or, or you know goddess essence whatever like reclaim that because you don't I mean I I'm a living breathing example I got all the straight A's I did all the things in college I mean I got married I had a kid I started a career I bought the house I did all of the things and then I was still miserable like 
there's no checklist. Like there's no checklist to success. Like everyone has a different pathway. And when we finally have the courage to, to take our pathway, that's when the freaking magic happens, right? We stop listening to what everyone else says and we stop trying to follow some arbitrary list of checklists and boxes and, and things like that. When we throw that away and just start doing what feels good to us and what feels like our truth, that's when it happens. Like that's where it happens. <laughs> feminine though and using that to cultivate self-worth and self-confidence so if there are any if there's anyone out there who's listening or who catches the replay and you feel like you're in need of you know tossing out your to-do list and listening more to your intuition and kind of allowing your truth to guide you and then like also kind of foster some fun goddess vibes within yourself then I have that going on right now um, we'll start September 2nd um, like I said seven day mini course workbook um, daily videos, all that good stuff. There's a bunch of stuff that goes into it. You can check out my Instagram stories today. I actually posted a bunch of information about it. Um, but yeah, I have that. <laughs> okay, awesome. So, so two mini courses that you can do starting September 2nd, either I do stories bootcamp or the divine feminine self-worth. Goddess family. AF. But that's what it's both. called. Why not do both? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do both. Mine is goddess AF. So Thank you.